Hello, it's Max from Season Dicest. Uh, in this episode, we will be having a look at uh, well, an intro to my character Dante Butterworth and Sarah's character uh, Quint, but not the Jaws one. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Max. Yes. Dante. Yes. As I should say. I am. Um, you find yourself in all too familiar surroundings, Dante. Um, you feel the weight of your armour on you, uh, the comfortable feeling of being cinched into a harness. Uh, you are riding pillion on um, a hover bike, which at the moment is rattling around in the um, rear compartments of a shuttle. Right. Which at the moment is sort of being boshed around all over the place uh, as you are coming down through the atmosphere. It's all completely familiar yeah. feelings for a combat-hardened veteran like yourself. It's you all about that feeling Tuesday of like, morning. Yeah, it's kind of your thing. Um, you are, at the moment, you've been hired uh, partly as a hired gun, mm -hmm. partly for your technical ability, um, and you're working with a very small team of mercenaries at the moment. There's only four of you. You're on, at the moment, you're both two and two on right, two of these yeah. hover bikes in the docking sort of area of this little shuttle. Um, and you are approaching the targets. The target being, you are heading down at the moment, you're currently going through the atmosphere of Kolkana, uh, it's night uh, as you're heading into the planet, you're on the night side of the planet, um, it's wet, foggy, perfect conditions to do an infiltration mission uh, through a heavily forested area, so it's like uh, fir trees, kind of endorish, I okay. would say if we think yep. endor, I don't yeah, think yeah. we're far off. Uh, it's that kind of thing. And you are going to make your way into a pirate base where you're going to exfiltrate um, a kidnapped uh, Valkarian ambassador. Um, okay. Who have I been hired by? Uh, well, you've been hired by uh, a chap that you know from the war. Right. He's a Firaxi. Now, the weird Ooh. thing is this is one of these things where you actually fought against yeah. one another, but kind of post-war, you mm. sort of know each other and have bumped into each other in different engagements and kind of yeah. admire one another, although you've fought against each other and your company's fought one another. Um, and it's a guy called Aquasi. Aquasi Sowell. Right. Um, he's a very rough-spoken... Uh, Firaxi, as I say, that you, yeah. you know reasonably well. Yeah, but deep down he's a Sowell guy. <laughs> hey! That's it. I like it. That, we can that, stop that, yeah, right there. It's not going to get any better than that. Um, he's also uh, on the other bike, so you're on the back with him. On the other bike um, uh, is a female Firaxi called Twili. Mm -hmm. uh, she's flying and piloting that bike, and on the back of it, it looks rather odd because behind her is an enormous Kandravan right. by the name of Gosling. He's another, you know, he's carrying the heavy weapons. He's If everything goes wrong, yeah. he's the guy you've got outside waiting to give you cover and that kind of thing. Um, is that his actual name or is that like a, a well, funny the, name the weird it's a things, baby goose? No, the, the, the problem with Kandravan is they don't really care about names. Right. They kind of really don't care. So it's almost, they'll see something, they'll get told something, and you go, oh, that, that's, that's a good word. Right. So it's quite possible to run into a Kandravan called Dining Table. Yeah. Because they okay. really don't care. It's just something that doesn't figure very much in their psyche. There's not much in a name. So how do they go by each other then? So they're, they're, you know, they'll yeah. call you occasional table, or, you know. Yeah, right, but they do use names, but they don't care what 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 yeah, it is. As long as yeah, just, you know, once they've got one, they kind of yeah, get on with it. Um, yeah, okay. it just doesn't sort of writ large in the, oh, the whole way that they are as a, as a race, really. Uh, so there could be millions of reasons why I call Gosling. Mm. Uh, it could just be that it sounds nice. Yeah, could be an utter insult in 
Volcarian or something like that. I mean, we think of it as being Gosling and it's a lovely little little fluffy thing, but uh, you know, it could be the most appalling thing to say about somebody's mum in another language for all I know. So, but anyway, there you go. Um, As you uh, plummet through the atmosphere, it smooths out. You can feel that you've come through the uh, the rough part of the atmosphere, uh, and you can see on the view screen, sort of flitting past you now. There's a, a starlit sky as you drop down, and you can see mists in the forest below you. The idea is, uh, you get um, a quasi sort of comes over the, the throat, comes and everything to you all, and he sort of saying, "Remember, we need to get him out as quietly as possible, and then we need to get out without causing any trouble. We need to get him out alive." Yeah. Uh, you will be responsible for slicing and dicing the security system. Right. We'll get you close enough, yep. you need to break us in, we find him, we get out. That's right, in my wheelhouse. Yeah, absolutely. It's like someone wrote it an it's adventure like exactly for adventure. your character, isn't it? It's well, crazy. It's like it's they read your character and you went, oh, uh, what were the chances? Right? <laughs> what were the chances? Absolutely. Quick drink of rum. This podcast is brought to you by uh, Captain Morgan this evening, by the way. Uh, not officially, but if he wants to get involved, we would welcome uh, we, the good yeah, captain. Yeah, absolutely, as the a good sponsor. captain. Yeah, oh yeah, especially since you've already drained yours, man. <laughs> oh yeah, wow, I my friend. Before I started, right, Jack, do your job. Come on, refresh. <laughs> you can get on with that while we talk. Um, so there's also. Um, no, okay, so uh, the pilot um, who you met, sort of. Briefly getting on board is a Jay Racky, uh, a guy by the name of Ijar. Yeah, uh, Jay Racky, the little goblin, sort of like, sort of, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he says, "Coming up on the target." Mm-hmm. Three seconds to drop. Three, two, one, and then there's that feeling of free fall, as like the yeah. bay doors open underneath you and the cycles come down. At the moment, we're doing Sarah's character. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Who's your character? My character is Quint, uh, Valkarian. Adventurer. Marvellous. So, we've already said all this once, but let's just set it out there. Um, This takes place around about the same time, or just after, maybe, Mm. a few minutes, the scene that we played out when we did episode zero. So, the crew of the Danson Kiki have gone on, they found the Kurgan ship. The events that happen on the Kurgan ship happen, and we have this psychic explosion, this psychic wave of energy, which is now sort of building up to be a tsunami that's moving out, billowing out across the universe, mm-hmm. and at some point will catch up yep. with your character. But for now, that hasn't happened. And for now, we find ourselves, as the mind's camera moves, in Starport, you are in a classic uh, high tech but grubby all at the same time classic starport the people are coming and going they're moving their hover luggage around people are having their identities checked uh somebody's wiping the coffee stains off the table where you're sat and And when they do that a short while i'll just spill a little bit of coffee make another stain move the coffee cup but just wait and see if they see if that tells us everything we need to know about (laughs) quint's character we can stop right now really can't we that tells us everything we need to know Um, quint is a bit bored well, I'm they're they're say... in between jobs. They, Quint has um, an independent streak, so not currently on a job, but wanting to do something. So but not knowing what. Not knowing what. So, so this is how many days have you been in disguise in this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've yeah. noticed a few things in mm. your three days of sitting around. Um, if I can find them. 
Um, the fat security guard is back uh, on, day, on day three. He was here on the first day. He's back on the third one. He's still got all the food stains on his uniform that he had on on Monday. Mm. And it's now Wednesday. Um, and he's looking really bored, just sat watching people coming and going and not really checking ideas mm. as thoroughly. You could get past that. No Easily. trouble at all. Um, the lovely Balkarian man selling the flowers um, is really nice. Mm. He seems really genuine. He comes in extra early to open up and he spends far too long making all the bouquets of flowers mm. um, and then sells them far too cheaply. But he clearly just enjoys making everybody a really nice bouquet of flowers. So he's just got a lovely stall and he's just setting everything up um, and just being a gently nice man. Um, the other security guard, who's an Aradium, uh, you've seen him before. He was on duty yesterday and he's back again today. He is looking distinctly nervous today. Um, you can tell. He's kind of, the mouth is dry, you know, he's constantly sort of trying to get some... Quint's interested. Um, he's looking a bit clammy, anxious, looking around. Something's definitely going on, excuse me. Um, and another thing that's going on at the moment is there's a, a, a lady who works at the cafe and she's really hard working. She's there all the hours you've been here. You've been sat here now for the best part of three days mm. on and off. And this lady's pretty much constantly been there. Um... Really pleasant, always offers everybody a smile, so to make sure they get their drinks and all the rest of it, and clearly a hard-working lady. Um, some members of a local uh, swoop bike gang are messing with her at the moment. Um, two of them are sat at tables. <coughs> the other one sort of leaves them to it, and he goes over to approach the nervous-looking Iranian guard, while the other two are just being really irritating dicks basically, and doing the things that irritating dicks do to people who are trying to earn a living and make their way in the world. Well, Quint might be, you know, slightly, you know, mischievous, but <clears throat> Quint will not let that stand. Okay. So, I mean, Quint will have been making a list while sat down, and it would be, you know, send a nice meal to fat guard, but to make it healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Advise Valkyrian florist that stuff is best sold at X location because they'll be able to make a lot more money doing it. Yeah. Um, and then the, the pen will go down and Quint will kind of just clock all of the uh, this gang. And let's see. Quint's skills are in dexterity and perception. So they've seen exactly what's going on. Well, you've not rolled yet. Mm. I think. Let's see. Stealth and slate of hand. <clears throat> Could I have been said to have maybe seen the nervous guard a couple of times and nodded and said hello? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll just kind of go sup at him and wave the guard over. It's like a. Uh, it looks like a Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry. No, no. It, it's honestly, really, it's fine. You just be about your business. Thanks. Yeah, no this, problem. This, 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 no, right. What can I do? It's okay. And then I'll, I'll give him his badge back that he hasn't noticed I'm taking. Oh, right. Okay. No, really. And the. I can help. No, no. It's honestly fine. I'm really okay. It, it's no problem, please. You're just going to make things a lot, lot worse if you don't go away right now. The biker guy is not very far away. 
and he will start to overhear what you're talking about in the second video. He's got the alien equivalent of a leather jacket, sleeves uh, <laughs> on his denim jacket. That yeah, patches yeah. and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever alien. Do I know like. that um, particular? Because I, I do have a. You can streetwise. Well, I have some connections to the mob. Yeah, this isn't that good and that organised, and okay. this isn't actually the reason you've picked this station. Yeah. Is precisely because you're testing your skills. Yes. You don't necessarily know that much about this area. That's kind of part of sure. why, with your boredom, you are yeah, doing absolutely. what you're doing. So I'll let you roll. You can absolutely have a streetwise roll to know a bit more about the bike again if you want to. I'll give it a go. Uh, talk me through it. I have two in will, which gives me yep. two. So you're going to roll two d twelve. Um, you add two to it. If you roll a one or a twelve, let me know. Eight. Ah, excellent. So eight. Is that with your two? That's yeah. So I rolled Four. six. Yeah, you add them together. So we've oh, got right. ten. So ten. So, so twelve. 12. Yeah. Um, with a twelve, mm, not really, not massively familiar. Mm. But, you know, a biker gang's a biker gang, a biker gang. Yeah. You can probably have a pretty good idea of what they're into. They'll be a you know, a safe house somewhere, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, all the all the usual things you would suspect of a biker gang. But this particular one, um, they seem to be called the Devil's Own when you uh, translate it. You know, your yeah. computer will translate it for you. Okay. In that case, I'm going to just brush past them. And if they've got any obvious weaponry that is to hand, right. I'm just going to grab it. Okay, that's going to take a roll. Mm. Um, because they are here to do something. Yes. Uh, and they're going to be looking for trouble. Mm. So I think, uh, ooh, should I make it really horrible and make you roll a disadvantage? Ooh. Uh, now go on, make me roll. <laughs> make me roll. It's what you're good at. You're used to it. Oh, and you get a 12, so we've got 14, what do you get a plus on that? Uh, I get a plus 4 on that. Wow, okay, so we've got 16. That is actually a success. I've like, just about run out of pockets to put this stuff in. Yeah. Um, so you get it, um, not only that, he's been daft enough to carry his own ID, so you also <laughs> pull out his wallet at the same time that you take yeah. his side off. Lovely. Um, and... But he's certainly got a name, uh, and you know it's photo ID, the whole hollow ID. It's an authentic one. Yeah. Uh, what on earth he's doing? If he is here doing things, he shouldn't be. Yeah. He absolutely shouldn't be carrying that. Yeah. Uh, so you've kind of got his gun and his ID and anything that might be remotely useful to him uh, if he's about <laughs> to do any kind of trouble. Yeah. Um, he saunters over to the guard, and they start talking quietly in the corner. Uh, okay. So useless guard doesn't seem to be on the take as much as. No. Nervous guard. No. So or if I'm, he is, he doesn't care and he's literally not taking any notice of what's going on. I'm going to saunter over to the waitress and tell her, just clear out. Right. Tell, tell the people in here that there's been a gas leak in the kitchens, that they're getting the services sorted, but we're going to have to vacate. A sewage leak. A sewage leak. Nice. Sewage right. leak. Into the kitchen. <clears throat> we can't serve any more food. I'm sorry, but you're all going to oh. have to leave. Okay, thank you. get off. And it's like she's getting really irritated with these guys. And yeah. Like, and she sort of gets 
fine, fine, okay, I'll go and sort that. And she starts bustling around people and says, oh, I'm really sorry, we're going to have a closed cafe. And she starts doing all this kind of thing and she's like keeping one eye on these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she does sort of lots of begrudgingly people are picking up cakes with the plate and trying to. Yeah, after they've been the... told there's a sewage leak. Yeah, but well, you know, it's not on their food yet. So she's kind of, you know, they're taking it with them and all that kind of stuff and they're kind of grudgingly moving. Yeah. I've got two hours on my flight yet and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But they are moving off, they are doing what she says, and eventually the cafe is relatively yeah. clear. Mm. Uh, these two biker guys are kind of like, who are you? Oh, I'm just a traveller. Well, you seem to Ball. be pushing everybody about. <laughs> Wrong bloke. That's the guy that's all right, okay. <laughs> this is Jeff and Dennis. All right, different. okay. Yeah, just, just travelling. What are you up to? It's interesting. Okay, then. Do you, uh, do you over in a minute? I know. Really think you're something, don't you? The other one stands up as well. They kind of go, start to spread out either side of Queen. Yeah. Well, I'm not a fan of this back. because I really am weedy. Right. I am, I am delicate, very delicate. Um, but what I do have is dexterity, so I can dodge. Right. So I will be manoeuvring myself to a position where I don't have any things impeding my retreat because I'm not going to be able to get up close and personal with these guys. Um, I'm very happy I've taken their weaponry that they seem to have not noticed yet. Yeah. So The other two guys, one of them makes it very obvious that he is, he just sort of moves his hand slightly and just you can see the heel of a, a blaster. Yeah. And he goes, why don't you just get the fuck out now? Well, that's a wonderful idea. I do think that. Mm. And I will actually retreat. Um, you make your way out of the way, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. And something's clearly going to go down. Yeah. Um, there's quite a lot of tension. Even the fat guard has noticed that something's going on at this point. I'll amble over to the fat guard. Okay. As you're going to go over to the guard, mm. a voice that you know from your past mm. um, sort of is a, literally just from nowhere over your shoulder, so mm. to speak. It's kind of like, that's quite enough, Quint. Calm down. You look around and you see uh, <laughs> your old boss, who is another Valkarian, mm -hmm. uh, a guy called uh, Varen Cavendus. Varen is his first name. Cavendus, uh, Cavendus. <clears throat> and you've not seen him for three years, certainly since the end of the war. Um, and he's like, sit down, watch the show. And he's like, you, you sit down in the corner, he pushes over a drink to you, sort of thing. Like, I don't okay. drink it yet. <laughs> I see, uh, I've not seen this guy for three years and some shit's about to go yeah, down, yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah, no, he, he was your boss. It's unlikely <laughs> he would, you know, do everything <laughs> really, does he? Um, as you're uh, 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 sitting down with him and having the drink and everything, he kind of looks around and nods and a whole load of actual security like that <laughs> come in and they promptly the rest of, one of them swings around to get his gun and he realizes he hasn't actually got his gun anymore and like, whatever his idea is and meanwhile i'm just kind of unpacking it all from... it's all on the table yeah he takes it and he then he hands it over to uh, <laughs> oh and that's the, the idea security yeah so, glad to see you've been keeping your hand in um can Fun. we talk yeah good are you adverse to taking a drive while we talk? I've done enough here. Yeah, let's do it. Fine. 
fine. You sort of, the chaos of all this is going on in the background as the camera fades on that and you walk back to his private vehicle. His driver steps around, opens the door and you push it in. Or feeling of, which is familiar to you, combat oh, oh, types. Yeah, yeah. You know, you sort of, uh, um, yeah. Tweely can't resist letting out a woo-hoo yeah. on the way down kind of thing. Uh, and then you kind of get low enough that the grav um, drives of the bike sort yeah, of yeah, the have enough to repulse. Them. Exactly. And they sort of engage and you, you know, you do the whole speeder thing, make appropriate Star Warsy speeder noises as you whip yep. through the, uh, the forest. I say I'm missing a trick here. Yeah. You should be driving. Well, are you any good at driving? Is there a drive skill? I think there is. Isn't there? Absolutely, there is. I just haven't got a carrot sheet in front uh, of me, so you're gonna have to tell there's me. There's piloting. Piloting will do. Uh, I am. I'm not, not gonna get too that. picky. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Uh, what is driving under if it is? I would have. Is it not a dex? Oh, there's piloting. piloting. Oh, no, piloting covers it. Go with piloting. I'm not good at that. I'll let him drive. Okay, we'll let him drive. Yeah, let's leave it as it was. <laughs> you're, you're like working systems. You're probably like the rear. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you'll have like radar yeah. systems and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, tracking and things. You've probably got a screen in front of you. You can start yeah, to bring things, things up. He's quite good at mechatronics, which is exactly what that'd cover as well. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. Um, you know, you bring up sensors and that kind of stuff. And um, you you know roughly where this base is. Um, You've also been given intel. There's upward of 30 pirates in this place. Ooh. So you really don't want to kick uh, things off if you can help it. Let's yeah. uh, stealth our way in. The other thing that you've been given is a series of explosives. So uh, they've been told, the mercenaries have been told that uh, once you actually extricate mm -hmm. the good Valkyrian ambassador, uh, if you'd like to leave a calling card behind you and make sure that you eradicate thoroughly the rest of the base. Okay. Uh, so you'll need to decide how long you want to put onto your timer there when, uh, when you... Well, luckily I've got a plan times to the second. Wow, that's so perfect that's, then. Yeah, I've done that's the recon ahead of time and I'm, you know, I'm... Right. I'm About a kilometre out from the base, um, again, um, a quasi comes over the like, we'll stop here mm -hmm. and we'll make our way in by foot and the uh, you know the bike sort of glides to the stop yeah you hide them away a little bit camouflage them mm -hmm. in the bushes and stuff mm -hmm. uh, and you get off you know you've got your kit on and all that kind of thing mm -hmm. um now uh, one thing we should have done before we started and i realized we haven't but we started recording now we haven't actually put down any specs for guns and things well, so, so, to say, what have we so however I have actually printed off the right sheet, so, oh, so we're okay. So we have actually got the paperwork in front of us. Sorry, folks, should have done that before we started. My apologies. Um, but I'll leave that with you, because we've got some armour down here. I think medium armour is, is fair enough. I think so, because I don't want to be too bogged down, yeah. do I? Uh, I and I think mobile. your list of energy weapons, etc., is here. Again, you don't want anything. You wouldn't be carrying anything too heavy, because you're going in on the infiltration. Yeah, I want to be... Uh, but your Gosling, your Kandravan friend, he will be carrying something suitably... Something ridiculous. More like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, should we say medium armor though? Because I, I think so. Yeah, I agree in principle. So let's go with medium armor. Yeah, yours has probably also been fitted for things like so it's uh, quicker to take on and off. Yeah, it'll yeah, also be. You're all wearing ablative armor as well. So right. energy weapons don't do double damage effectively. Right. Yeah, okay. They don't yeah. halve your armor yeah. value. Um, uh, you you got the correct things on your armor because you know what you're going into in your military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other things that you've got on your suit 
is that you can hardwire yourself in. It's equipped with a sort of lanyard that you can plug yourself into security right. systems, like that kind of thing as well. Because I was born in the 1970s, so as yeah. far as I'm concerned, Bluetooth ironically never got invented and everything else yeah. got hardwired in. Yeah. That's the way Cyberpunk works, isn't it? So It's also the way I, I prefer this sort of thing, yep. to be honest. It's... Yeah, like so absolutely, and obviously, yeah, like you wouldn't, there wouldn't be any Bluetooth. Just, you know, right. you get in there. It's a secure base. I yeah. don't think they're going to have their security systems available to Bluetooth, to be perfectly yeah. honest. I think you would need to do a hardwire yeah, to yeah, actually try and crack them. Them. Yeah, you know? So I don't think that's unreasonable to expect. Um, so yeah, you sort of all quietly jump off your bikes and things like that. Um, so what sort of armour would these pirates be wearing they're probably wearing light to medium armor depends okay. you know um a little bit hazy the problem with pirates is it depends what they've nicked on the last mission mm. they could have some really cool stuff for all you know yeah um but you know you're wearing military grade kit so it's not like you're going in one of an smg would generally make sense against pirates but if they're sort of you know they're a bit more kitted out i, I would suggest a, a sort of energy based weapon because it's unlikely they've got ablative armor so you'd probably go with a, you know, it's military-grade stuff, so... Yeah. How quiet are the energy weapons? Um, I'm not sure if you can silence an energy weapon in this yeah, game, actually. Well, I'm not sure how you do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because and it's all about the do? gases stopping, whereas Ooh, there isn't fire, really oh, gas in... Lightfish, you need to tell us, can you silence energy weapons? I'm going to have to ask you that on the Facebook group. Is in the uh, book. The, oh, there you go. Uh, is it? Yeah, because um, it tells you. Jack's behind the camera, everybody. He's going to yes. tell us. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you can't put a silencer on an energy weapon, but it's up to you to decide how uh, loud it actually is. It's only kinetic. The problem is, they'll kind of have that build up, though, as they. They will, but the, I don't think it would be loud. I think it would be like more of a hum. Do you think? Yeah. Like a horrible sort of, it's about to cook you. Oh, yeah, because if you look at the sort of energy weapons we have in real life, they're mostly supercapacitors. Yeah. In so, some yeah. way. Okay. Uh, so you just touch it, there's maybe a crack. Okay. But you'd hum to charge it because yeah. it'd be the generators. How good are you with the uh, cold steel? And what, like a knife? Mm. Uh, you know, if you want to get really quiet, so you can. Only base for cold weapons. Ah, so right, four. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. And luckily for you, of course, you well, are with a trained team of gunnery uh, and energy. So. Right. So you're okay with that. So I'd probably say go with an energy weapon myself. Mm. Uh, Quasi's good with the uh, with the blades. Yeah, um, I'm sure he'll be quite happy to get in there, you know, with his cat-like reflexes and so forth. Um, you establish a bit of a marching order. Um, mm -hmm. Quasi goes up front, Gosling's behind him, and then you and uh, Tweely sort of bring up the rear between the four of you, and you make your way about 300 meters out from the base. You see, a Quasi sort of you know, pulls yeah. it to a halt. Um, he can speak over throat mics because they kind of sub-vocalise and it'll pick up the movements of your throat. Yeah. So it's possible to talk without talking and still mm. make noise into your headsets. It just doesn't sound like him. It go, you can tell he's doing it because yeah. suddenly you don't get the growl and this sort of... He, he tends to hum music. Weirdly, he hums English uh, uh, earthen sea shanties a lot. Right. Where he's got it from is anybody's guess, but, you know, getting things like uh, farewell and a duty of a Spanish lady yeah. is perfectly normal to hear coming through his microphone uh, when he's just humming away to himself. Um, he sort of pulls you to, and uh, it very quietly comes over in this slightly computerised voice that, um, just out in front of us, 30 metres, uh, patrol three. Um, we can, what do we do? 
I'm going to say, are we just uh, leaving B bypass? Is he going to try and sneak past? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I yeah. think uh, we need a sneak roll shoot for Dylan. Well, before we do this, I'm going to say, I'm going to carry a blaster SMG. Okay. And then I'm probably going to bring a basic bitch handgun sort of stuffed in my boots. Basic just as bitch a, handgun. Yeah. I'm liking the definition. Well, you know, it's not anything special, but it is still a bullet if I need a bullet. It might be something you've had around for a long time that just is part of your yeah, personal Yeah, maybe around. it was like an old military yeah. uh, issue thing that I've... Your father around. handed it down yeah. and your grandfather handed it down to him before. Well, yeah, because I'm a Terran, so I probably went to Air uh, Sandhurst and I've yeah, been through absolutely. a whole military tradition because I was yeah, an yeah. officer. So, yeah, it's like yeah. a hand-engraved thing that I've had for... Cool. Yeah, I like that. Hundreds like of that. years in the family. So yeah, it's an heirloom. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, right. cool. So what do you want to do? Uh, I think we need a stealth. sneak attack. I'll do a sneak... Uh, not a sneak attack, sorry, a stealth, stealth. roll. Um, I'm just going to do a stealth for your friends here. I'll just do one for the three of them. What is stealth under? Uh, ooh. Oh, so uh, the rest of the team absolutely glide through the forest like ghosts. They roll the 12. Uh, no problem at all. All right, well, I'm about to walk through with two people carrying a pane of glass. So <laughs> <laughs> my total is two. <laughs> so let's... Uh, wow, okay. So what do I need to a beat for this? or uh, What, for this? Yeah. It's dark, you've got uh, cover of the forest, you've also got... Yeah, it's it's a there's a low-lying yeah. mist. Uh, I, th I think a 15 is reasonable. And uh, the silence descends on the gentle hum of this uh, hover car sort of taking off and it's all very nice and it's all very leather and it says there uh, I start like picking at one of the seams just just by my you don't change the... do you Quint once Quint always Quint absolutely so this is the best you can do with yourself three days in a space station it's different this is what life is now it's different I'll say it's different it's dull as dishwater well, you're not wrong there, you're really. Bored, Quint. Yes. Admit it. I am. I am. Then so why bored. not get back in the game? You're a snake eater. You've always been a snake eater. But there's paperwork and yeah. and like training and qualifications and I, I, mm. We've been putting something new together, and I'd be very interested in somebody with your skill set mm. in joining us. It's a little thing called Department Twenty Seven. Mm -hmm. It's a post-war secret service organisation. If I have to go anywhere within the hegemony, you get a badge, you get official What do I have to do to get the badge? You have to stick your nose in where it isn't wanted. I need you to be Quint. <laughs> and all I ask is, is that you report back to me. Powerful. When you've got something to tell me. Do I have to write it down? You don't have to write it down. I'm in. Good. <laughs> Knowing that the answer, he uh, all immediately just opens a small um, section in the car so the thing slides down, and immediately he's already got an ID badge already printed up and everything with it's a little older photo. I was just going to say, yeah, but it is you. My, my feathers you. have been dyed a different colour since. Right, I must admit that uh, went a lot okay. more easily and smoother than I thought it would. You know my relationship with paperwork. Yes, I, I don't do. have to do it. I'm in. That's why I'm not asking you to do any. Good. We will keep this on a verbal process. You yeah. will call in, you'll tell me what you find. Yeah. So, well, excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got something for you then in that case. Um, we know that a shipment has gone missing. Mm -hmm. An important shipment. A very dangerous shipment. Mm -hmm. What we don't know is, is who's made it go missing and where it's heading to. Mm -hmm. I need you to infiltrate 
the last known whereabouts of the stuff. We know that it's gone through the hands of a couple of different smugglers, mm -hmm. and we know where it is, and we know that there's going to be an arms deal brokered. Okay. I want you to be the person who poses the guy who's going to go in, or the person who's going to go and broker the deal, mm -hmm. and then, if you can, you won't need to snatch the stuff back, but I certainly want to find out where it's going, what it's for, what it's going to be used for. That's my specialism. And that's what I thought, so that's why I came a-calling. Um, he hands over a sort of, you know, he flips a file off his um, mm. data. I don't system, even bother so. looking at it. Something. Um, I, I, I might at some point have a <clears> look, but he's better off just giving me the verbal details because he knows I'm really not going to bother looking very at well, paperwork. Very well. You will just be transported. Just give me pictures. Pictures. Give you me pictures. will be transported to a uh, planet known as Sundanam. You've heard of Sundanam, it's quite a long time. Where you will be introduced to a broker called Zekvim Selitan. He's another Dalok. Uh, he works for an organisation uh, run by somebody called Narani, Narani Ujin. Um, I want you to impersonate the biker that you uh, just saw arrested. We're going to use him, and it's his biker gang that we're going to be involved in getting this package. Yeah. I want you to represent them. I want you to infiltrate and get to know these people and yep. find out what's going on. I'll need the actual clothes they were wearing because these gangs will know real from counterfeit. Well, that's simply done. Yep. Give us Just 12 hours to get you sorted out and we'll get you on your way. Laundry, um, but strip them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Do you want it laundered? <laughs> oh, that be authentic? good point, good point. They need oh. the reek of patchouli. Ooh, ooh, you know. OK. I'm just going to... Yeah, OK. I'm just going to have to take it as is. Yeah. Yeah, straight yeah, off know, the, stay with the whole, yeah, grease thing. Um, yeah, you can <laughs> absolutely. Um, this is all not a problem. Um, he basically says, well, we'll put you up in a hotel for a few hours while we get that sorted out, and then we'll get you uh, sent over to Sunderland as soon as possible. <laughs> It'd be great if it all goes wrong on the very first dive bar. For, for a moment, I thought Max had already rolled. That's 15, Ooh. I've got a two. <laughs> For a moment, I thought Max had already rolled when he said my total is a two. I didn't realise he meant his total balance. Snake eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, and your PC dies before we ever get to the main adventure. I'll step off a cliff. Um, so you've got a 12. Do you want anything exciting to happen or are you just quite glad that... It, well, i got a 14, so it's still Yeah, but you've got a 12 as well. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah, yes, no, yes, no, 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 right. You've actually rolled um, a 12. I did, so. You've got a 14. How have you got a 14 with a 3 and a 12 what, what and a 2 on your character sheet? Well, well, I can bump into Sorry, I've had a busy day. <laughs> <laughs> so I put the 12 and the 2 together and then put the 3 on top, so I had a 14 plus 3. That's right, and it still comes to 17, not 14. Yeah, yes, it does, but saying it's not a 12, it's 14, but I realised you were saying it in terms of a crit. So <laughs> Don't interrogate his maths, right? This is not, this is not his area. I've had a very busy day. Um, it's slightly disturbing considering what he works in. But anyway, um, I'm working maths. Okay. Anyway, let's not wander off. Let's not wander off. As long as um, I know a sort of base eight, I'm fine. <laughs> so, do you want your twelve to do anything? You're just quite happy. They rolled the twelve as well, so we will just, you know, oh, glided well. past this patrol, no trouble at all. Okay, let's. Uh, while we're walking past, let's see if they've got any sort of uh, key cards hanging off. Oh, we're going to try anything. and go for sort of a pickpockety thing. I think so. Or at least see if they've got and see if we can say, okay, well, there's at least a key card that we're I'm going to make a roll for that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll just make it over here and see what I get. Would you like to just look at that roll, Max? That is a 
One and a one. Yeah, that's a double one. <laughs> no, they've got absolutely nothing with them, but they are entirely oblivious okay. to what you're doing. Uh, well, no, you don't see any anything on them at all, but yeah. something you do pick up off that roll, mm-hmm. um, they aren't wearing ablative armour, they're using right. fairly low-level weaponry. It is automatic-style yeah. uh, slug-throwing weapons. These guys are not carrying energy weapons. Cool. I thought you were going to say, there is one thing you pick up, they're all deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You put them all out of control. <laughs> they're all wearing yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could have tramped through here with an That's elephant awesome. nobody would have noticed anything. Uh, right, cool. So we should be alright then. Yeah, so you make your way in. Again, you get a bit uh, closer to the base and you can see there are floodlights out here though. Mm. Um, they're not ones that are moving particularly but there are perimeter lights sort of shining out into the forest at various angles and things. Is there manning them? Or are they just sort they of... were not moving. Right. So whether they are automated, these aren't the kind of manual lights where people yeah, are kind of moving. Okay, that's, light. Yeah, that's if there's it's... some kind of security office, possibly yeah. they can focus in if anybody's alerted to anything. Um, the thing that you can't tell from out here at the moment, unless you want to make me some kind of technical role mm-hmm. to discover whether this is the case, you don't know whether they're using infrared or anything like that to kind of pick you up on different wavelengths. Right, well, I'd probably have a digital camera or something without the IR filter to see if there is any uh, uh-huh. IR, so I'll, yeah. I'll give that a go. Uh, what would that be? Would that be Mechatronics? I think something? Mechatronics is fair enough. It's really more to do with oh, uh, giant mecha and that kind of thing. You know, to be fair, they're all the same, aren't they? Yeah. So, you know. so I'll go for, you know, for Astronautics on okay. this yep, for the I difference do. it makes. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, so uh, is that two twos? It is indeed. So you've just got a roll of eight there on that. Um, whether it's the mist or something like that, whether the damps got yeah. into the equipment a bit, it's been a bit it's funny about it's giving you stuff. Right. But you would be, it would be a fair hunch that you know, at the yeah. tech level that this kind of thing is at. There's probably some form of infrared or something like yeah. that. There may well be per- perimeter alarms, that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, you might want to watch out for stuff. You are close enough now, though, if you want to survey what's going on. Yeah, like sort of see any patrols walking around, right? Yeah, and get a absolutely. Timing. So, what's in front of you is um, a fairly steep, not quite a cliff face, but certainly an embankment. Mm. And it's probably. 70, 80 feet high, something like that. Whatever that is in metres. 20, 30 metres. Thereabouts. Um, I don't do metric. I'm an old man. I don't know. Um, and what you can see is there's a large um, hangar bay doors. You can see sort of the double right. bay into yeah. the side of this cliff face. Uh, and then you can see there's a smaller entryway over to the right of that. Maybe another uh, 60, 70 feet in the other direction, there's yeah. a smaller entranceway. Outside, and um, very clearly, the one thing you can see is it, it's either a, a mechanised robot or it is actually a mecha. It might be a manned mecha. Right. Uh, it's not one of the really big battle mecha. This is yeah. not, you know... 80 foot tall brandishing all sorts of things yeah but it's but, still a um, threat yeah what's the one from um robocop um, yeah yeah you know that kind yeah. of size sort of thing stomping around outside sort of uh keeping the perimeter mm. uh martin just for future reference please don't talk while you've got the glass up to sorry you. Uh, it's fine it worked okay it was just it sounds. I could use it to do voices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might come in quite handy, actually. It was just, it was more FYI, just so you're, you're <laughs> Fair aware. Enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, you can see this thing's kind of stomping around and it goes one way, yeah. comes back, stares out a bit into the forest and then comes back mm -hmm. and goes the other way. Um, is it doing it like in a routine though? Is it? Uh, you can hang around for a bit and find yeah. out. It takes it about five minutes to go from one end of the compound to the other. Mm -hmm. It seems to stop for maybe 30 or 40 seconds at either end. Right. Okay. So if it's just left one place, you'd have... Yeah, about six minutes for it to yeah. start coming back. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Okay. Uh, right, so it's the like... The Fraxian a, turns to you and sort yeah. of... Over to you. Yeah. So it's it, it's a big hangar door, you say. Yeah, so it's like a double door. Mm -hmm. Like blast doors type thing. Yeah, you're on um, rollers type thing. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they don't swing out on a hinge, they roll No, back. they'll roll back. Sort of Thunderbird style. Yeah. I'm going to go that way. Uh, but there is a smaller entrance, as I say, probably mm -hmm. another 70 feet to your right. Okay, what does that look like? Uh, it's kind of man-sized door, really. Uh, this robot would probably have to go through the hangar doors to go back in. It would yeah. not really fit through the other door. What do the security measures look like on the smaller door? Um, there seems to be, if you focus in, um, you're probably built into your army. You've got some kind of binocular vision mm -hmm. built in. You can zoom in on it. There does seem to be a keypad on the right-hand side of the door. Yeah. Uh, there's probably sensors on it to notice if it's open, so it'll set up some sort of basic alarm if it's right. triggered. So you'd probably need to sort of get in there and do some kind of slicing to mm -hmm. get through that system and make sure that the alarm didn't go off. Yeah, okay. Um, now, I will just say at this point, mm -hmm. I am absolutely up for we've bought rope grapnels and we can fire them into the into the cliff and haul ourselves up or drop ourselves down or anything you you know i'm i'm assuming that you bought yeah. the kind of equipment you need to do this mission so if anything kind of crosses okay. your mind and think oh we could do it like this i'm totally up i don't think you. i'm going to risk grapnels okay because uh, although i'm all right at strength i'm shit at dexterity so okay. if there's any of that sort of thing i don't want to yeah risk falling and you know fair enough uh, I wouldn't mind trying to get a bit closer to that smaller door. Okay. Um, how close do you reckon I could get to it without being seen? Is there like a row of trees opposite it or something? Or uh, let's see. Let's see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, you could probably get close enough. I mean, obviously, it's clear around the front of the base. Yeah. Once you get within about 50 foot of the front, there's mm. not going to be anything there other than there's probably some crates stacked up, things like that. You right. could probably make your way from crate yeah, to crate yeah, and sort of then try and get to the door. Um, if you can time it right, and for this you'll need a roll, I mm -hmm. want a stealth roll from you. If you can time it right, you can do it so that the robot guard is at the far end of the compound, so that as you get to the door, you've got kind of a five, whole right, five minutes so, yeah. to crack the door and mm -hmm. make your way through. Well, what I'm going to do before that is, would it be reasonable to assume I could have some sort of vapour grenade? Not a smoke grenade, but something that would release some sort of a gas. Like so that you could see if there was yeah, so anything. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not smoke, because that would be visible to humans, but anything that you know, a sensor yeah. might pick up and I yeah, could yeah, say, yeah. oh, it's tripped that, and then if someone comes to one, I can... Knowing what you were going to do, I would imagine you've packed a few. Right, I'm going to just sort of chuck one towards the door, Okay. let it go off. Okay. Um, I'm, and I'm going to suggest that this stuff has been treated so it hangs around for a oh, bit, yeah. especially in misty conditions, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of it's stuff. Quite dense gas, I think. So it does, and you can see that there are a couple of beams that are sweeping across. Mm -hmm. There are they're repeated up and down. I mean, you assume that they're repeated up and down yeah. as, the gas, as the gas spreads out. You see a bit more, but yeah, you can kind of see there's a, a sort of scan pattern where they'll overlap. But then right. there is. Are they actually moving? It's not. Yeah, yeah they are okay. actually moving. So you're going to have to time it right. You're mm -hmm. going to have to get through this, you know, and just uh, 
time it. Now, I won't make you make dex rolls. I will allow you to use stealth to do it. Uh, or even or even I'll let you use a tech roll. Okay. If that's better. Uh, because you'd sort of come at it using... Ah, right, I hang on. I know the timings yeah. of them. That's it's a, like, oh, that's a, know, that model. That's a Wakazashi 6000, yeah. and I yeah, know and that it does it's 30-second re- you know, repeat or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do I recognise the model of it? Uh, yeah, maybe a tarot. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a Wakazashi 6000. Right, and is there anything in particular about that that has any sort of exploits? Or... Uh, well, you've rolled a 12 again, so you tell me. Okay. Um, what was the fatal flaw when they designed this particular model? The fatal flaw is that if the power trips, it's an insecure thing, basically. It's not got a backup battery. Right. So if we can trip the power to that section if we can find a breaker okay the whole thing is yep. clear okay so are you with that information are mm-hmm. you going to look again at the walls of the thing and see if there's power lines yeah, or anything I'll try like and that cables okay well again stuff. you roll the 12 so mm-hmm. i think it's fair enough um you can locate if you go further around to the right away yeah. from the smaller door so mm-hmm. you're moving away from the hangar away from the door further yeah. around to the right of the compound as you're looking at it you can see that the wires do go off over in that corner. It might be a generator or something. Right, okay. Uh, I'll follow them round, I suppose, carefully, okay. obviously. Yep. Okay, so everybody's pretty much coming with you at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you rolled a 12. I'm going to let that 12 stand for okay. it. Um, you can make your way around, and indeed, you get far enough around. It's a small concrete uh, structure just outside the main structure uh, with a couple of... Sp- uh, alloy doors across the front of it. It's probably done like that so that it's easy maintenance yeah. for the generator, something like that. But it is locked. You, you know, it's not just going to be a case of walking up, opening yeah. the door. You're going to have to crack the lock. What sort of lock is it? Uh, it's probably just a digital uh, code lock, something okay. like that. It's probably easy peasy for a man of mm. your. Uh, is there a talent. gap between the doors at all, or is there some sort of seal behind it? Difficult to tell. Okay. Um, I, I suppose if you're looking, you know, and you zoom in on it, it looks yeah. like there's a gap. But the problem is, is it a gap that it's just it's, got one of those L-shaped things yeah. behind it? That's okay. difficult to tell. But you can. It's probably not a really sophisticated yeah. lock. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. They're using a Wakazashi six thousand for the sake. I mean, what fool would do that? Um, anything else you want to know or do before <clears throat> push it along the uh, I'll want the weaponry that we took off the guy. Mm-hmm. I'll want the ID we took off the guy, but with the picture changed to my picture. Mm-hmm. Um, because if this yeah. guy has the habit of carrying the ID when he shouldn't, yeah. Then they may well know that. Yeah. So they probably want to deal with him because he's not the brightest button in the box. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So I'll want his personal weapon, his personal ID, his clothes. I'll want another video of the footage inside the cafe because I'll need to study his movements. They can get the security footage straight from the spaceport to you. Uh, they get you to basically a sort of a put me up safe house <clears throat> that they've got in the area and I'll need a couple of um, combat specialists um, to pose as part of his gang because he wouldn't turn up on his own well they can use yeah. the other get somebody who can members. use the other uniforms and stuff yeah. 
um, and they can sort of fake the IDs and get all that to work. Yeah. So, yeah, you can have two guys who are combat capable. Yeah. Or well, ladies, whoever, uh, to come in. And it doesn't matter. Them. No, absolutely. So, yeah, um, so I'll want backup and I'll want the authentic gear and I'll study their movements okay. and how they interact with each other. Make me a mystification role as you study these things. So I think it's right down the bottom of your character. It sheets. is. It's, uh, only so it's basically a... the art of disguise for once of it. Uh, so 11, 12, 13. 13. Reasonable, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's probably not that you can't do it. It's more to do with the amount of time that you've got. Yep. Bit it's of a, a bit, rush so job. It's a bit of a rush job, but you kind of get his mannerisms down, yeah. that kind of stuff. You get enough about him, the way the swagger, all that kind of thing. That's I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he was also Valkyrian to begin with because it's a bit hard to... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you're in a fairly Valkyrian heavy bit of space sure. where you are. So unless I say otherwise, chances are it's probably Valkyrian to move into. That's why I mentioned Daylock, the guy mm. that and things like that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you can kind of get all that down. You really get a feel for the character and that kind of stuff. Um, you do get a bit more time with your um, two new acquaintances. Mm. Um, what names do you want to give them? Let's have a look. Oh. I've got some names down here that we can probably filch. Uh, we'll make those both El Valkyrian as well, shall we? Yep. Um, so the first one is called Alaric. And the second one is called Rayla. That's a female. Um, they are used to undercover work. There's <coughs> Secret Service themselves. They've had the training. Um, so and what's my name as the biker? Ooh, what should we call you? Let's call you Palavan. Does Palavan go by an alias or a nickname? Does he? Vans. Okay, nice. <laughs> Vans Valavan. <laughs> I like it. Vans, Palavan. Does he wear Vans? Do they still have Vans in there? <laughs> 200 years from now, it made for a completely different species. Um, I'm not sure Vans, Vans, away, it? No, but Vans, he, he thinks that it sounds tough, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, um, but, you know, that that's what I'm impersonating, so it's like, Vans, 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 Vans. Into... I like it. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you can kind of practice the stuff at the safe house and things. Um, within the day, they've already got your transport on a ship and yeah. they can get you to area. It'll have to be um, a sort of tramp vessel or public transport, that kind of thing, mm. it, because they can't just give you a secret service ship because you're Obviously, basically going in yeah, undercover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they kind of find you an old battered. Um, it's been a you know retrieved from a cut and shut job, a smuggler vessel that they give you. Yeah. It's not the fastest thing in the world. It's warp capable. It'll get you where you need mm. to go. It'll probably take a couple of days to get there. Um, that time passes unless you want anything particular to happen. You want to just practice a little bit just more with your mannerisms, that kind of stuff. <coughs> yeah. Um, get I, your cover story straight between the three of you. Exactly, because it's time to work on the natural born imposter <coughs> skill that the but. Um, Quint has. Oh, so just for the audience, uh, what <coughs> does that do? Uh, if need be, I can pass for anyone. Oh, it right. won't hold for a long time, but it'll be enough to get access to a location, for example. So right. let's say there's a fancy dinner going down and I want to go in as either a servant or a guest. Yeah. I can just do that. 
Um, if if they follow me into the event and I don't get lost into the crowd, they might work it out if yep. it becomes clear that I don't really know where I'm going or I, I don't really know anybody yep. in so there. So those sort of things, would, it would break down over time as yes. you got little bit wrong more and more and it yes. would become obvious. Yeah. Okay, but sense. I can get in places mm -hmm. quite easily. I can pass for somebody else. Right. So I will be kind of invoking that for the meeting. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yep, so basically you land at the Starport on Sunderland. Um, you are expected. Um, there's not quite somebody standing with a sign, you know, fans. <laughs> uh, but they kind of know who they're looking for kind yeah. of thing. Um, your new ID has been mm. sent forward. And uh, they meet you and it's uh, uh, yet another Valkarian. Um, yeah. These guys are suit-wearing Valkarian. They are not bikers. Yeah. Fans will be... Kind of presenting an air of a bit bravado, but um, Quint will also be allowing a little bit of insecurity to kind of come through because a biker in that situation would be a bit nervous and be trying to cover it with bravado. Mm -hmm. So that's the front that's oh, being presented. Nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay, nice cover. Um, yeah, um, he sort of says to you, uh, Mitchell, because I'm getting. Uh, yeah, I'll take you to Secvim now. And uh, they sort of hustle you off into yet another car uh, with the three of you. Uh, you're searched. Mm. Uh, any obvious weaponry is taken off you. Uh, but it's nothing you wouldn't expect, quite yeah, frankly, exactly. from Broker Deal. It would be unusual <coughs> that they'd let you walk in with sidearms mm. and things. Um, it's night time here on the planet. Yeah. Uh, they take you through the neon lit streets. The rain blatters the windscreen. And after about a 30 minute drive, you're into the um, city centre itself uh, where they drop you. Um, and it seems to be a nightclub that they're taking you to. There's the usual ubiquitous crowd of people sort of queuing up outside, but you're immediately led to the front. The red rope has moved out of the way for you, and you're ushered in past the bouncers on the door. And there's the, the noise of the streets sort of swaps for the noise of the dance floor as you move through. And you sort of come in, you know, and there's uh, people dancing on the tables and poles and things like that, and there's people getting drunk, and the noise sort of hits you as you walk in. Quinn the thinks that um, fans would be a bit more comfortable in this situation, so the insecurity is going to be dialed back, and the slight peacockness will be coming out. Yeah, okay, cool. Just, just keeping um, it going. He basically, the classic thing of you're taken across the dance floor, they push people out of the way, uh, get you to the stairs where yet another red rope is removed, and you're taken up and you're shown into the, sort of the VIP lounge upstairs, uh, where you can see these uh, whole load of you know, the coterie, if you like, of these people are sort of sat around, there's guards looking about, that kind of stuff, mm. there's uh, exotic drinks and chilled containers and things, and uh, this daylock is sat there with a couple of fluses on either side, uh, uh, shirt open to the thighs, you know, several chains <laughs> around his neck, that kind of thing. It's leopard skin, of course, leopard print uh, shirt. And he sort of uh, looks over at the girls and like, fuck off. <laughs> and it's like, sit. You want drinks? I've got skank. Anything you want. Crystal? Help yourself. Uh, is there like a beer bottle equivalent? <laughs> I think it's, it's an orange juice. <laughs> 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 I, I, I think Van Just is a mineral a, water, thank you. It's a it's beer a, drinker. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, get them out of beer. Uh, one of the uh, ponchos eventually comes over and pops the beer down and 
front of you. <laughs> on the side of the marble table <laughs> so you can jump out of it. it's kind of like absolutely so I hear big things about the gang you're moving up in the world yeah well, you must be if you can afford this shit yeah tell me what you're going to do with it mm. shit <laughs> <laughs> make trouble Get rich. Make me a persuasion roll. <laughs> Persuade me that you're going to cause trouble. Um, um, I'll let you use mystification again if you can't think of anything else. Or you charisma. Can use charisma. Yeah, charisma. Cun cunning. Cunning is cunning That's any better. better. I'll let you uh, use whichever one's better. Uh, they're both two points. Cool. We'll call it cunning then. Yeah. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Shit! I it. Yeah, you're gonna do shit. You'll blow some shit up with this. Absolutely. And it's kind of like, <laughs> what we're here for. Yeah. Fifteen pounds of CMC. That'll do a lot of damage. Has Quint got any idea what that means? Uh, it is a form of massively concentrated high explosive that I've just made up. <laughs> Fine, okay, yeah. Um, it's a kind of classic plastic. It's inert until somebody makes it non-inert with some kind of electronic primer, which yeah. can be set off at a distance, by time, by whatever yeah. means, you know, microwave, pulse, whatever it is. Um, there are all sorts of different things that you can use. Um, but it's incredibly good stuff. Tracker dogs can't sniff it. Uh, you know, it's really hard to track what it is. It's completely inert until it suddenly isn't, and it goes boom in a good way, and you don't need very much of it. So this, 20 pounds a bit, that's like you could start a war with £20 this stuff. Vans with Quint, you know, driving in the background. Vans is kind of doing his best to not be too excited, but kind of, you know, yeah. But I can't let him know I want it that deeply because of Yeah, no. Right. I, uh, I gotta warn you. There's another interesting part. Always is, right? Always is. Um, they're putting a really good deal on the table. Four mil. What's Van's offer? So uh, you haven't been given a specific figure, but you have the backing of Department 27 behind you. More than four million? Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Who's the other group? <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, come on. We're friends. It's like, We're friends, I've just met you. You like you drink your beer. Like you. It's like I can't tell you that. You know our business works. Do you like want this to like, go to people that don't have clear heads? Like, I don't care who it goes to as long as we get the money. Ah, oh, okay, I do I get that. I do get that. Yeah, that's a reasonable point of view. <clears throat> I tell you what. Why don't you come meet the boss? If the boss likes you, maybe that'll swing the deal one way or the other. Or, or maybe I can like take out the other group, give you their four million, and I can give you our money, and you can give them on a tour, you can nah, give a tour. I like the cut of your jib, I'm black in the sound of this, so you definitely need to meet the boss. And it's like, have a great night tonight, place is yours, do what you want, treat what you want, screw what you want. Tomorrow, Sounds good. we'll Sounds take you good. to meet the boss, and we'll see if we strike a deal. Hello everyone, it's Martin here from Season Dicest. Thank you for watching the video this far. And if you've made it this far, then why not consider subscribing to the channel and maybe hit the alarm bell so that you get any notifications for when we publish a new video. It usually comes about about every two weeks or so. Also, a bit of a beg. Um, 
we'd really appreciate it if you take a look at our Patreon. There's loads of other stuff on the Patreon, bloopers from all the videos, um, extra episodes, uh, podcast material that doesn't get sent out anywhere else. So we'd really appreciate you taking a look at that. Uh, one of the things we'd really like to do if we could get some money together is to actually employ an artist to help us out with character pictures, artwork to go into all the individual episodes and things like that. So that'd be really fantastic if we could get to that point. So really appreciate your support. Please feel free to share this video if there's anyone you know you think might like this who role plays or anything we'd really appreciate it we're a tiny channel we're really trying to grow uh, and any help you can give us is is really wonderful so thank you so much and we'll see you on the next episode goodbye for now